Many of us are just starting out, buying a home, having babies, and building wealth. Be sure to add securing your family's future to your to-do list by establishing a will or trust at trustandwill.com. At trustandwill.com, setting up an estate plan is simple, convenient, and secure. For as little as $39, you can nominate guardians for your children, determine who gets your stuff, and plan for future medical care from the comfort of your home. Hiring a traditional estate attorney can cost thousands, and using a one-size-fit-all template is not nearly specialized enough. Trust and Will documents are designed by estate planning experts and customized for the state you live in. And with their live customer service support seven days a week, TrustandWill.com's team is available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. Trust and Will has a quiz that you can take to see what fits your personal needs. And they are the most trusted name in the online estate planning category. They're a leader on Trustpilot and they've helped hundreds of thousands of people protect their families, assets, and legacy. Gain peace of mind at trustandwill.com slash heygirl and get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents. Don't wait. Go right now. This is really important. Get 10% off plus free shipping at trustandwill.com slash heygirl. Again, that's trustandwill.com slash heygirl. Hi, I'm Alex L. and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hi Jordan. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for saying yes to this. I am very excited to dive into this conversation. But before I do, can you please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, my name is Jordan Madison, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. And I am originally from Brooklyn, New York, but I'm currently practicing in Maryland. And I see individuals, couples, and families as well. So I want to talk a little bit about your work, how you got started in therapy, and also being a Black woman in this space of supporting other Black families and folks through your work. So how did you get started? Sure. Well, to be honest, it was, I want to say, an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I have wanted to be a therapist since I was at least 12 or 13 or so, but I wasn't necessarily sure what type of therapist. I just knew I wanted to be a therapist. And it was around college where I began to think of the type of therapist I want to be. And in 2014, that's when Michael Brown had passed, or I should say was killed. And that really hit home. It wasn't the first act of violence that hit home for me, but I think it it hit home because I was older, I was in college, I was taking a Black psych class at Morehouse. So I went to Spelman, but we were able to take classes at Morehouse. And when the police officer got acquitted or did not get indicted, we were all very angry. We started protests, we organized something. And I just started to think about, you know, we're angry now, but eventually we go back to everyday life. But what about the family and the friends that actually knew him and loved him and their life doesn't go back to normal, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it really became me thinking of all of these Black men. At the time, in my mind, it was all of these Black men are losing their lives. And what about the mothers and the fathers and the the wives and the sisters and, and those who love them? What happens? Yeah. 
them and I want to help heal not only them, but our community because we're seeing people that look like us constantly being killed by people who are supposed to protect us or people who just feel like they have the power to do so. Right. And that can be traumatic as well, even if it's not happening to us. So it really became a sense of wanting to heal the Black community. And then, of course, I started to also think of, you know, this is happening to Black women as well. It's not just a Black male issue. Mm -hmm. It's definitely more prevalent for Black men, but it doesn't mean that it's not happening to Black women. And Black lives, period, Black trans men, Black trans women, all of those things. And so it's really just about how can I help our community heal? I love that. How can I help our community heal as a whole? And that is, I mean, between COVID and that pandemic happening and impacting Black folks Mm -hmm. on a much greater scale than our counterparts and the current uprising and civil rights movement that our generation is walking through, it Mm -hmm. can feel really tender and overwhelming. And also like, what can we do? What else can we do? How can we show up? How can we take care of ourselves through the work that we're doing, our advocacy and our self-advocacy, you know, and how self-care at the end of the day is community care. So Mm -hmm. that kind of shifts me to my next question is, how are you teaching your or facilitating your clients to take care of themselves during this time so that they can show up and support their community? How is it coming full circle for you these days on a professional level and in your personal life too? Yeah, I mean, of course, I preach self-care to my clients. And at first, when it was just COVID, my biggest message was to be gentle with yourself because we are experiencing something that's unprecedented that no one has ever experienced before. And it's not just each state or a neighborhood experiencing it. It's like a global thing that's happening, right? Right, right. So for some people, I know for myself, I live by myself. And at first I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. Like I already live by myself. Uh, I don't have to go in and see clients. So I'm just in the house. I still am able to do what I need to do and help other people and this isn't that bad but it's been four months right so it's it's it can become mundane and it can be really hard so I've been telling clients to be gentle with yourself in terms of your self-care may look different from day to day your productivity may look different day to day or you may have started out feeling good even though the pandemic was happening and now time has worn on and you, you can't take it anymore or you're reacting differently. Mm. So my biggest thing is how you take care of yourself is really just being gentle and having self-compassion and then seeing what you need. So some days for some people, you know, being productive is their self-care. It helps them feel like they're getting stuff done. Maybe they enjoy their work, whatever the case may be. And for someone else, self-care can be binging a TV show on Netflix. You know, your self-care is whatever makes you feel good. It's not what society deems as feeling good. And then not to mention, because everything is shut down, maybe the things that we used to do as self-care can't happen anymore. Mm. Like, I know I would kill for a massage right now. I (laughs) recently looked up, because I'm in I'm back in Maryland and I recently looked up like where Masad Envy or anything was open and nothing's open. So the pandemic has kind of stopped us from doing other things that maybe would have regularly been our self-care. So that means also getting creative with how you take care of yourself, bringing your self-care into your home instead of going out to get it all the time. Mm. And when it comes to our, like the racial injustices that we've been experiencing and the tension that's been boiling up with that, I say that your self-care 
looks different as well, but in terms of what people are doing. So I remember making a post on my professional Instagram that your self-care can look like staying on social media because you want to be involved and know the latest details, or it can look like staying off social media because you need peace of mind. Mm -hmm. It can look like going to a protest and using that anger, that hurt, that rage to protest, or it can be signing petitions donating you know like you were the being a part of the movement doesn't just look like one thing Mm. I think a lot of people feel like well if I'm not out there protesting am I angry enough am I black enough am I fighting for the cause enough and there's so many other ways to make an impact and to make a difference and this is not just a moment in time this is a long standing it's a long haul yeah yeah right you yeah. know and I know for myself I had to think of that so when I first I did go to like a few protests after Michael Brown and I did organize one with some of my classmates but long term I was thinking to myself I'm not really always going to be about the protest life <laughs> like mm-hmm. I felt safe and I felt uh, like I was doing something and it was great those times but not every time I'm going to feel safe and how can I continue to help mm. even if it's not a protest mm-hmm. and how can I use my talents so a lot of people are like go vote which is clearly important but a lot of people are like well I want to get into politics and change the law and change the policies that wasn't my ministry so it was like <laughs> right. how can I use my talents Right. And so it's been more of the healing piece and talking to people through how they're feeling and educating people that like racial trauma is a thing and it exists and, you know, showing how that pops up in our lives. This year, I'm refocusing on what it means to take care of myself, and it couldn't be easier than with Daily Harvest. They've been the one thing that makes me feel better about my day and myself and what I'm putting in my body. I'm really loving their Harvest Bowls and the smoothies. My kids adore smoothies, and I have never had an easier smoothie experience than with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food, all built on organic fruits and vegetables, and it comes right to your door. It literally takes takes minutes to prepare and I've never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is good for me because it is. It's absolutely delicious, fresh, clean, and just my new favorite thing. Daily Harvest is ready when you are. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it. So you waste less food too. No need to overthink any of your meals for the week with Daily Harvest. Smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch or dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and soups. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, and they just launched their first ever plant-based milk collection starting with almond milk. Daily Harvest milk is made of only almonds and a dash of sea salt. That is it. Plus, I can actually stay stocked up since everything stays fresh till I'm ready to use it, aka no more mad dashes to the grocery store when I need almond milk for my smoothies or a splash for my coffee in the morning. They are committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. Daily Harvest is undeniably delicious, clean food without any of the prep. Get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code HEYGIRL to get $25 off your very first box. That's promo code HEYGIRL for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com.
that is, I love all of that. Those are great both and type of, you know, statements and reflections to think about. And I really love, I was on your Instagram earlier and I really love how you do your new month check-ins with your community. And I want to talk a little bit about the importance of writing because I'm a writer. So the minute I looked at your check-in, I'm like, okay, here are my journal questions for the month. (laughs) (laughs) And also other ways that folks can reflect, say, if they are not into journaling or maybe they want to voice note their answers. Like what are some ways that you are encouraging people to do their check-in so it's not just this fleeting moment in time, but perhaps something that becomes a ritual and that really creates this sense of emotional safety within their own practices as we walk through everything that we're walking through. Mm, I love that the voice note piece. See, I often tell my clients, it doesn't have to be physically writing in a journal. I mean, for some that's cathartic, I know that I have my own journal that I write in. But I often say you can type it in your notes on your phone. It doesn't have to be written. And I think what you just said of the voice notes, that's a great idea (laughs) that I would definitely (laughs) tell clients to do. But I think incorporating it into a routine, if you Mm -hmm. have a morning routine, which is definitely helpful to have, you know, your check-in can be looking in the mirror and giving yourself some affirmations or just asking yourself, how do I feel today? Or what do I need today? Yeah. And how can I give that to myself? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be journal writing. It can also be, you know, I've been using certain apps, the Shine app I use to help me practice gratitude. So it asks, what are you grateful for today? And what are you going to do to feel good today? So I try to do that every day. And there's a brand new app actually that just hit the app store I was able to use it while it was in testing phase but it's called the ladder app and that's been helping me keep track of my habits because you can create your own habits that you want to do but you can also have journal entries you can track your mood so it's a really really good app and I've been using that as well so it doesn't have to be this conventional one-way of mm-hmm. checking in. I think mm-hmm. self-care kind of gets this rap that self-care looks like bubble baths and yeah and pampering and it's like no, self-care is doing whatever you need to do for yourself. It can be eating a healthy meal or putting your phone on do not disturb yeah. or going to sleep early, you know? Like just taking care of yourself in whatever way you need. The question on your new month check-in that really stood out to me is what needs improvement? And I really love that question because I've been like trying to figure out in my own life, where do I need to do a little better outside of self-care, but just in general, like, you know, I'm home with the family of five, three little ones. How can I exercise better patience? How can I prioritize work and life? Because now I'm working from home. Ryan is working from home and we still have these three children that need our full attention. How can we, you know, make space for harmonizing everything. So that is the question that I'm really going to be leaning on and asking myself maybe for the next few weeks until my 31st birthday, which is coming up. I will That's do that. So exciting. <laughs> Thank you. It is exciting. And I'm doing gratitude listing every day until my birthday. I've been painting every day until my birthday. And I'm going to add what needs improvement because that is something I'm constantly like swirling around in my head you know? Yeah. And I think it's a gentle way to ask because I think we're always our, our toughest critic. 
And so if something needs improvement, it doesn't mean that it's a failure or that it's wrong or that it's bad. It just means it could be better. Mm. And there's so many different aspects, right? So patience. I know for me, when I wrote that, I know I needed to be better at patience as well for me. Because at the time, in the very beginning of the month, I was waiting to hear back from the Maryland State Board to be fully licensed. And so I actually just received that yesterday. So I am like <laughs> in such a great mood. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I'm completely overjoyed and filled with gratitude. But at the time that I wrote that, which was the end of June, it was like, okay, it's already been two weeks. What's taking so long, you know, and I needed to practice patience and continuing to trust in my faith in God because he had literally already brought me this far. So I knew I would get it. It was just a matter of when. But, you know, there's so many other areas where we can be like, okay, well, this part needs to be improved or this month I want to focus on this instead. You know, I think that that's really helpful. And I'm honestly honored (laughs) that you even found myself, you know, check-in so helpful because I feel like I have looked at your page for posts, for guidance, whether it's been after a breakup or whether it's been like some self-motivation or some affirmations. So I'm glad that, you know, we're both kind of using check-ins and the gratitude to keep ourselves centered and that we can help each other do that. Yes, absolutely. I am honored to be in this community with amazing folks, you know, just like you and other therapists that I really admire. And I'm so grateful that there's Black women in this space who are like, who we can be in community with one another with. Like, I think that's just, oh, I could just go on and on about it. But I think it's just so important because at the end of the day, we really do need one another. I think it's important that we look to one another and that we cultivate this space of sisterhood and community and reflection because we really are each other's mirror and I just find this to be you know extremely powerful so thank you as well so you mentioned in your email and I did not want to let this conversation go on without touching on your specialty you mentioned in your email that you wanted to talk a little bit about black love and quarantine and I know you mentioned how me and my husband have been managing especially with children in the home yes absolutely (laughs) the truth but I want to talk to you about how you're supporting your couple clients in this space of you know being quarantined together spending so much time together and staying connected and not just going through the motions and then I'll tell you how me and Ryan are doing (laughs) (laughs) Okay, awesome. Well, I think what you said of staying connected and not just going through the motions is really big. I've been focusing on just because you two are physically in the house together all the time doesn't mean you're actually spending quality time. So being sure to still be intentional about the time that you set out to just be partner time. Mm -hmm. Also, you're in the house all the time together. You might be frustrated with the small things that your partner is doing, or you don't get that break from one another to miss each other or to, you know, be curious about how each other's day went because you already know how each other's day went because you've been (laughs) together all day, right? But adding the curiosity of other stuff, you know, maybe you, this day-to-day stuff is mundane, but you have this opportunity to use it to get to know your partner all over again. And I know a lot of long-term relationships, it becomes, well, I already know everything about my partner or we've been together so long. I already know how she feels or what he does or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be, but everyone grows and changes maybe not every single day, but you know, everyone grows and changes. So the partner that you were with 
when you first got together may not completely be that same person because they've grown and they've changed and and you as well you've grown and you've changed as well so continuing to get to know each other you know I've been suggesting date night ideas you know I've been putting my cousin he owns a candle making company and so he sells candles they can be found on Macy's but because of quarantine he's begun a DIY candle kit like a candle making kit so I've suggested small stuff like that like bringing the date night into the house maybe you two make some candles together or do some I know for Mother's Day I like order some canvases and order some paint and we did like a sip and paint at the house you know Mm -hmm. maybe that's something that you and your partner can do and while I recognize that it's really hard to prioritize the relationship when there's kids involved because kids are a lot (laughs) and they need a lot and they are often around so it may not feel like you get downtime but still finding a way to prioritize that couple time because that's really important and your kids are not going to be happy and all of those things if they're seeing their parents upset and arguing or not prioritizing each other either you know I think it's so easy to always say let's put the kids first but in reality to help the kids the parents have to be good so it's it's important to put the relationship first and not like in a selfish way like (laughs) where you just ditch your kids or anything but you know (laughs) just making sure that the relationship is still a priority and that you're continuing to get to know one another and looking at this quarantine if possible as an adventure right like again Mm -hmm. This is something that we've never experienced. So we're all trying to wing it and figure out how to make this work. I love Squarespace. They make AlexL.com look bomb. I have been a customer for years now. So having them as a sponsor for this show makes me thrilled. If you are unfamiliar with Squarespace, here's the deal. They inspire millions of dreamers, makers, and doers by providing them with the tools they need to bring their creative ideas to life. On Squarespace's dynamic all-in-one platform, customers can build a website, claim a domain, sell online, and market a brand. Simple, easy, beautiful. Their products combine cutting-edge design, this is so important, and world-class engineering, making it easier than ever to establish your online presence. Squarespace is perfect for people who are ready to make their ideas a reality and for those who want those ideas to stand out. There is no other platform I would ever use outside of Squarespace. Just isn't going to happen. I want you to fall in love with them too. So head to squarespace.com slash heygirl for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code heygirl to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash heygirl and use offer code heygirl to send 10% off of your first purchase of a website or domain. Join me. You'll never have a more beautiful website. I'm telling you. It's so interesting that you said all the points that you said, because literally a couple of nights ago, (laughs) I said to Ryan after the kids went to bed, I was like, I feel like we don't talk anymore. And he was like, what are you talking about? We talk all day long. And I'm like, I know, but like, I feel like we don't talk 
talk, like have a moment where we can sit down and connect and talk. Cause that's something that we really love doing and we haven't had a chance to do it. I mean, we've been homeschooling our oldest. She just wrapped up sixth grade. You know, mm-hmm. we have the babies and now it's and just they're like a year or two apart, right? So they're it's 20 like- months apart. 20 <laughs> there we go months apart. (laughs) And it's like, I feel like we haven't had a chance to connect in that way. So we talked about that. I mean, we laughed about it and kept it light, but like, it's something that I had to bring to the table because I know that we can get caught up in the kids, the kids, the kids, and then the kids go to bed. And then it's like, he and I get our time to work, to do our own thing. So then it's like Mm -hmm. having more time apart, you know? So last night, you know, I made dinner and our oldest loves being around us when the babies aren't around because she gets some, you know, quiet and some attention. Right. She had her little time with us. And then I said, okay, it's time for me and Papa to have our time. You have to go upstairs. <laughs> and she was like, dang. And I was like, I love you, but like, <laughs> we need our time. And whenever I say that, she knows, okay, they're going to watch a show or they're going to, you know, be on the couch and talking and stuff. So it's good that she's older and that we can have that type of boundary with her and she understands, but it can be very challenging sometimes to even get to everybody, you know, have our time with the oldest and then have the time with the toddler. And then I'm constantly in baby mode and like, it's a lot. So yeah, I just want everyone listening out there to understand that it's not always sweet over here. And (laughs) (laughs) it takes a lot of intentionality to be in partnership and parentship. And And then maintaining yourself. And then maintaining yourself. Yes. Your solo ship. That's important. <laughs> right. So yeah. So anyway, we had some time yesterday. We watched an awesome show. I dozed off on the couch, you know, like it was just <laughs> fine, but it felt like we were reconnecting. And that's something that I think that we need to put on our quote unquote calendar to have, you know, that intentional conversation time. And I don't know if you tell your clients to do that, but to really pencil mm-hmm. each other in. Yeah. And for some people, they're like, well, that, d- that doesn't sound romantic or I shouldn't have to pencil my partner in. And it's like, Life comes at you fast and I don't have kids of my own, but my dad and stepmom, they have, I have two very young siblings. So Mm -hmm. my little brother was born when I was 14. My little sister was born when I was 18. Mm -hmm. And I've seen how parenting can get in the way. And by the time the kids are going to bed, you just want to relax and not even talk (laughs) to each other because the kids (laughs) have stressed you out, right? Or even if they haven't stressed you out because there's still bundles of joy, it's still like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And so I have a lot of clients who are trying to balance. I need to make time being a mom because that's important, but I also need to make time being a wife because, you know, or a partner because my relationship is important, but then I need to make time for myself. I don't want to lose my identity in just motherhood or partnership. Like who was I before this? I have to make sure that that person is still there too. And so Mm -hmm. like you were saying, it's a lot of people to juggle. And when you have, you know, like you have three children. So I definitely understand the oldest wanting her time. I used to make jokes with my parents all the time, like, oh, life was great before my little brother came along or, you know, and I love my little brother and my little sister to death. Like I was obsessed when they were babies, but it was still like, wow, remember like we used to go to Blockbuster, we used to do certain things before they Mm -hmm. came along. So it's important to still have that time, that quality time with your oldest. But then of course the other two still need their own time as well. And, And balancing it all, it can be tricky, but that's where, 
you do pencil each other in. And, and that doesn't necessarily look like, oh, it's not romantic, but it's more like, no, we are intentional. We are doing this to make sure that it happens because this is what is important to us. And so I we schedule that. around that this weekend. I love that. Being intentional so that we make sure that it happens. Mm-hmm. That is a great way to look at it, putting that in my journal. That's great. So before we wrap up, whenever I talk to folks, especially people in the mental health field and the givers of our world, it's really important for me to know how you as a therapist take care of yourself, especially as a, a Black woman who's living alone and who's also, you know, knee deep in her work and supporting so many different people in our community. How are you supporting you and what brings you joy these days? Oh, that is a great question. I actually plan on starting like a little mini IGTV series called Self Care Saturday, where it's literally just me showing how I take care of myself because I want to make sure that I'm practicing what I preach. And my self-care has looked like making candles. It's looked like painting. I've recently become a plant mom. So learning that has been exciting. And I also do hair masks. Like I mix some ingredients that I have in my fridge and I make a little, you know, hair mask concoction and I put that in. So that's definitely been self-care for me as well. And having a great support system. I mean, I have amazing family and friends. I mean, they are completely supportive. So being able to talk to people when I feel like it, or because I've spent all day talking to people, not talking to people sometimes and Mm. putting my phone on do not disturb. Mm -hmm. And that one was hard because I'm used to being the person people come to. And I'd feel really bad or feel really guilty if I don't answer a phone call. But I had to realize that that's just not sustainable. And I can't be everything for everybody you know, and I have to put myself first. So, you know, my self-care has has been taking it day by day, finding moments to rest. Some days it's binging stuff. I've started Pose on Netflix. Nice. (laughs) um, That's my new one. Or reading. I've been trying to read a book a month. So, you know, reading has been helpful or just having some quiet time. I finally got some balcony furniture. So now I'm able to sit on my balcony and relax. So it's really just finding small things to do at least once a day where it's something that calms me, you know. And then what brings me joy? Being fully licensed has definitely brought me some joy that has taken a lot of stress off. Being around family and friends, babies also bring me joy. So I absolutely adore babies. They are so cute to me. (laughs) And when my cousins just had a baby a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, I should say, my best friend is pregnant. And so that baby's due in September. So I'm really excited about having new babies in my life to play with and music. Hmm. Even though I listen to the same songs from like the 90s and the 2000s and I don't really know new music anymore. (laughs) Listening to music and just dancing around my house also brings me joy. Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. The Hey Girl podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L.